Good morning. The um, on the last day, uh, I, I try to uh, remember um, some of the. Uh, I don't try. I remember the, the most salient points. And so instead of wearing a frog tie, I wear a pig tie. Um, and why do I wear a pig tie? Because the um, some of you will utilize this, will have the first opportunity to get something done for the first time in your life, something meaningful done for the first time in your life. And all of a sudden you become a, what I call an analyst. And uh, you'll be uh, arguing over uh, half a percentage point, which is, uh, uh, or five basis points, uh, or a tenth of this, or uh, a quarter of this. Or, and um, before you learn to do this and utilize these, this format and these processes and systems and procedures, um, you didn't think that way. Well, you didn't think in terms of transactions, you didn't think in terms of deals, you didn't think in terms of getting thing done, something done every day. Then all of a sudden you become a fucking analyst, certified F CFA, uh, certified final financial analyst, and then it takes you another six months, a year, or maybe never, to take the first step to fulfill your dream. So this system isn't based to make you a pig. It's, ba it's based to make you successful against the odds. Now, I got an email, and I get these all day. I get them every day, not every day, that's an exaggeration. That's a, that's a marketing exaggeration. But I get them almost every single day. <clears throat> And this is from one of the guys and uh, who's been at the seminar uh, four or five times. He's not here this time. He's, he's working on a bunch of stuff. He says, made the best presentation to a bank since I practiced it. Now, English is not his first language. So I'll translate that to you saying, uh, since he started practicing the fucking moron, he made the best presentation he ever made. Okay. Now, this guy's got balls enough just to go in and make presentations without practicing it. But he made the best presentation now since he made it. He practiced it. I used, I, used your, I used your model when you need a finance about $100 million and you had no option. I, I, he's using the example that when I needed $100 million, not the option that I took public, but when I had no other option, it was either get the fucking money or die. Okay. That's the model. Well, that's, every, that's the model all the time, but anyway. Um, I think it was in London or so. It wasn't in London, it was in New York City, but anyway. Anyway, uh, I said I have this financing from other bank, and now equity, and this, inter and this interest rate. So he told the bank he already had other financing to choose from, and this was the approximate interest rate. He probably didn't say approximate, he probably just said that this was the interest rate. They have to beat it. He told the bank, you have to beat it. Uh, of course, I had this agreement from the... I had no agreement with the other bank, of course. Of course, I knew that. He didn't have to write it down. <clears throat> At the end, I got the finance with no equity. No equity, no signature, no fucking guarantees. Plus 50000 more than I need. Because I always tell you to ask for more money than I need. 
You're a great teacher. I know that, you fucking idiot. Okay. To your quantum leap and, to the, and keep beating them at the seminar, laughing out loud. Okay. P.S. As usual, great seminar clips. P.P.S. I know reports were sent because my laptop has been crashed. This is the guy that gives me daily reports. Uh, and I write it normally on my laptop. No, I thought, I, I thought you wrote it on your ass. But anyway. Uh, um, I get these all the time. And uh, the, uh, they're gratifying, but it's, it's not a surprise to me that it works. But the only way you can make it work is if you, you know, I, 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 I give you an example. Um, these are the people that are the procrastinators on YouTube. They stick one thumb up their ass, and they have one thumb up in their mouth, and they go, and they switch. And you spend your whole fucking life doing this. You get used to the taste after a while, so it doesn't bother you. But unless you get up your dead ass and do something, watching the clips, coming to the seminar is a waste of time. <clears throat> this guy, um, who some of you in the room know, um, is actually taking action and moving forward and, and doing some uh, pretty uh, dramatic things. And for him to in, uh, enhance his probability of being successful, <clears throat> he's gone from the weekly reports to the daily reports some time ago, as does uh, Matt here, and a few others. Uh, actually, it's a pain in the ass for you to give me daily reports. I'm not suggesting any of you fucking do it. But if you do it, I'll look, I'll look at them and I'll comment them. Comment them. Comment on them as I do the weekly reports. Some of you are so smart that after the first few weeks, you won't do weekly, even weekly reports because you'll be Einsteins, you'll be Warren Buffetts, you'll be Bill Gates, you'll be Zuckerbergs, and you'll have figured it out all yourself. Um, I'm being facetious, I'm being tongue-in-cheek, that's not the case, but you'll think it. But the real reason is because you get fucking lazy. And remember I told you about the, the people that have the weakest um, dreams, don't accomplish them, accomplish them because you only think you want to be successful. And as one of the great high performance, uh, high performance coaches told me many, many years ago, wannabes mean they think they want to be something. Not just you want to be successful, they think they want to be. And most of the people that buy personal development and success books read blogs, ebooks, etc., etc., are in that category. Because really, they have nothing more to do with their lives because most people live, live quiet lives of desperation. And, um, and so then they get into a lot of other things that are really not meaningful, vis-a-vis uh, -vis fulfilling your dreams. Uh, so, um, Questions from last from yesterday? Any questions? Okay. I want just one person on YouTube, nameless, to read their because uh, we still haven't done affirmations. And affirmations and goals are really important. Um, goals are kind of the um, the butter on the bread uh, of this, uh, and uh, affirmations are what makes goals happen. Uh, we said a couple days ago 
unbeknownst to me, and I don't know how I could have missed it, because I've only been doing this 20 years as a coach and 45, almost 45 years as a, as a, as a person, that Andrew Carnegie, the greatest uh, money generator, equity builder, value builder of all time, a uh, little S Scottish guy from down the road, Dunferman, um, uh, went to America when he was 12 or 13 years old and ultimately uh, developed the steel industry, uh, used um, affirmations, used goals, and used constructive imagination. Uh, constructive imagination uh, is uh, powerful, extremely powerful, and I still use it uh, even today. Uh, and as I said, I don't do it twice a day anymore. I only do it once a day just before I go to sleep. Uh, as my wife Sally would attest to, uh, when I'm sitting there on the edge of the bed over the light, reading my uh, five by seven cards every night. Now, um, without goals, um, a road to anywhere works. Now, I like what everybody says, I want to be a billionaire and I want to be a billion dollar company. But when I hear that, I, this is what I think of. Because most of you, I, I say this tongue-in-cheek, don't know how many fucking zeros are in a billion. Okay? Most of you have never really touched a billionaire. Uh, and yet you, you talk about that because it's become vogue. When I was a little kid, I told you I didn't know how many digits were in a million until I was in college. But from 40 years ago, it's gone from billion, million to billion. That's what everybody talks about because there's so many billionaires now. Back in my day, there was a handful of billionaires, and I knew, I knew a couple of them. I knew uh, Ambassador Packard, of, uh, he was ambassador to China, I believe, of Hewlett Packard fame, and I knew a couple others. But that was when they were making a billion the old-fashioned way, not uh, the Internet way. Uh, I, I'm not demeaning the Internet billions. That's great. It, it, the Internet's changed the world. But it was more difficult to make a um, uh, billion dollars in the 60s and the 70s than it is now. Um, and that's i.e. why there's so many more billionaires. Okay, um, Tara, give us um, the goal and then the associated affirmation with it, please. Read all of them? No, there's one. Oh, okay. Well, that's the one you just were speaking. <laughs> mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I want to be billionaire. Another one to yes. be billionaire, ladies and gentlemen. Want to be boys a billionaire. <laughs> I want to be a billionaire. So I'm happy. I'm happily, easily, and comfortably a multi-billionaire net revenue. I want to be. Now there's a difference between net revenue billionaires and net worth billionaires. Net worth is total equity. She wants to make billions of dollars a year. So that's a little different. But go ahead. Okay. Want to be abundant in my emotional bank account, high self-esteem, self-worth, confidence, and communication skills. So the affirmation... Well, communication skills are pretty good because she's an actress. But uh, we're not going to hold that against you. Go ahead. I'm happily, easily, and comfortably abundant in my emotional bank account, high self-esteem, self-worth, communication skills, and confidence. To another goal is I want to attract high-performance individuals and create wealth, abundance. You will attract. I'm happy attracting high-performance. The goal or the affirmation? 
Okay, no, the goal, excuse me, you're right. I stand corrected. Go ahead. The affirmation is, I am happily, easily, and comfortably attracting high-performance individuals and creating wealth, abundance in every venture, relationship, or idea I touch. Another one is, I want, I want to be passionate about my work, to have no limits to my abilities, and be a deal-making machine. The affirmation is, I am happily, easily, and comfortably passionate about my work, have no, no limits to my abilities, and am a deal-making machine. Okay, that's good. Okay. Now, um, leads me to believe that I, I get a spark of hope every once in a while that somebody actually did it right. She did it right. Um, the, and the person that taught me all about affirmations, uh, constructive imagination, uh, and goal setting, I mean real goal setting, was Jim Newman, my mentor who uh, was the founder of Pace, personal company effectiveness in the 60s, came out of IBM with Ross Perot in the early 60s, and really changed my life, but he changed the lives of countless people and uh, used to mentor and coach everybody, not everybody, people from the uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff and the Army to uh, Boeing, uh, uh, Boeing Aircraft, uh, McDonnell Douglas, uh, those two guys, and a lot of guys. He's got a, a, you know, a stable um, that is uh, pretty uh, unbelievable. But the um, constructive imagination and goal setting, uh, um, goal, constructive imagination on top of goal setting with affirmations is pretty incredible. And I showed you the, the castle goal sequence um, yesterday. How in March, April 1983, I had this, what some people would say was a wild hair up my ass, and I just read one of the inaugural issues, and I, I recommend highly, and I don't get anything out of this, uh, did you all read the Rob Report? Um, and uh, on the back of the Rob Report, I'm looking through there, and it says, oh, fuck, castles for sale on islands. And these were castles on the islands on the west side of Scotland, these little islands. And, um, the, um, and I said, you know, I think that the, I'm going to do that. I immediately started looking at them, and in uh, August of 1984, uh, 15 or 16 months later, I bought this place, and here we are 30 years later, almost 30 years later. Uh, millions of permutations had to happen, not millions, that's an exaggeration. Uh, thousands of permutations had to happen for that to all happen, but that was my main goal in life, that's what I wanted. I saw the tennis courts, I saw my kids with governesses and nannies. And uh, the, uh, I saw, actually saw a moat around the castle. We don't have a moat. And we only had one, we only had one tennis court. But uh, pretty close, that's what I saw. And then I started looking at pictures of the, uh, what the Walt Disney looked at when he first built Disneyland and the castles that he saw, and I believe in Austria. Um, and Germany. Germany, okay. Okay. Um, it's always the... The Germans and the Austrians and the, the Germanic, they correct me on this shit. Okay, trying to keep me straight. My wife's at a business meeting right now, otherwise she'd be here to keep me straight. Uh, she said last night, she says, you know, the seminar's changed. She hasn't been here in a while. And I said, yeah, yes, dear, it has, you know. Um, and uh, the, um, did you remind anybody about the risk taker card? Or did you forget like a goddamn Idi Amin or something? Huh? No, I, I spoke to Kim because I was supposed to see her at... Okay, okay. One of the th other things that we're going to start giving out are <coughs> cards. Uh, we give you a five credo card. Um, 
it looks like this tonight at graduation, but we're going to give you a risk taker card. Some of the people, some of the really serious people, have the risk taker and the five credos on their mirror. Uh, so when they shave or put makeup on, on the refrigerator, um, uh, so they can constantly uh, look at it. But the risk taker is a really a good thing. And the reason why I had my wife read it, um, which that wasn't a coincidence that I had my wife read it, is because she more or less leaves almost all the risks to me to take in our, in our marriage, which I'm fine with. I can take all the risks for this room. I could go around and make decisions for every one of you like this. And I'm only going to be right 95% of the time. So Mark and Marcus would say, well, fuck, maybe I'm the 5%. What if he drowns us or he fucks us or he takes our company down? As opposed to just doing it and looking for a blended, make 10 decisions and maybe one will be wrong. But that's what I used to do. I used to go around and you tell me in 90 seconds what your plan, your dream, your vision, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'll tell you in 90 seconds whether it's worth a shit, whether it'll work. If it can work, how to fix it, or for shit can it. That's what I used to do. But it used to take the wind out of everybody's sail at the beginning of the seminar. Why did it take the wind out of their sail at the beginning of the seminar? Because they didn't believe in it. They didn't fucking believe in it. And they used to pull their head into their shell like a tortoise, and their legs would come in into the tortoise, and they'd sit there like an inanimate object. And then I used to just kick them all fucking week. Kick them all fucking week until my toe got sore. And then after I got done kicking them all fucking week, then I, I fucking beat them. And in the old days, that's exactly what I used to do. But I'm a kinder, gentler man now. I'm a kinder, gentler man. I'm also, I'm, uh, some people say because I'm a little more kinder, gentler, I'm more effective. I don't believe that. The reason why the system is more effective is because we've got better process procedures. We've got the year-long mentor program. That's why we're more effective. People say, because I don't beat and I don't shave Mark's head with a fucking razor, you know. I used to pull earrings out of people that wore earrings when they came here. But I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. I don't kiss and hug you either, but I don't do that anymore. Okay, very good, Tana. And for those of you that want more on the um, goal setting, affirmations, etc., <clears throat> I've got it on my site. Uh, there's a lot of, I've written two or three newsletters in the last 20 years. I've got about 105 newsletters. There's a lot of great content. Any questions? Tonight's graduation. Tonight you guys will be wearing kilts. If you really uh, are going to wear kilts in the real style, you don't wear anything under your kilt. Uh, I'm not suggesting that because I have never looked at anybody's under the kilt. But we have had people here that have looked under the kilt after they have a few drinks. And we have had men, I think this robber was there one, then, standing out in front of the castle <coughs> like a Braveheart. They all stand and they lift their kilt up like this to show their bare ass. We have got a picture of that someplace. And uh, you're, you're a good former, uh, you're looking up there in the Hall of Shame. Your good uh, former buddy is the guy that led them. We've also had guys, you know, all the armor and swords and spears are put away now. We don't have them out anymore. We used to because we got antique shit like that. And then why do you think we put it away? 
Because after you guys have a few drinks, and, not, and the women have never started a spear fight or anything since we've been doing this. But the men decide they're going to fight each other with swords. They don't have the balls to call a bank, but they're going to fight each other with fucking swords. Does that make any sense? Of course, if I allowed you to go call on banks shit-faced, you'd call on more banks. Or you'd call on more banks after a line or two. But that's not how the system works. But when I'm not with you holding your hand, you can do whatever the hell you want. But don't tell them that I'm mentoring you. Don't tell them this is part of the QLA system. That's all I ask. Okay, kids, we'll see you at lunchtime. Thank you.